0: The possible stop of new multi-family housing in Oakland. Windermere police officer receives a prestigious award. Adoption that changes a life. And a special Christmas message from me to you. The date is December 23rd, 2021. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange On The Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comments. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer, hosted by Austin Arthur, West Orange on the Go. Oakland's mayor and commissioners think there is enough multifamily housing in Oakland. Now, the town commission has taken the first step in the process of placing a 180-day moratorium, which would prohibit the acceptance and processing of new applications relating to developments of increasing multifamily entitlements within the township. Just recently, town commissioners voted unanimously to pass the first reading of the public hearing. Oakland Mayor Kathy Stark stated, quote, It's not like we don't have enough diversity of housing at this point. It's a touchy subject and I think it's worth a discussion, End quote. Now the second reading will take place at the January 25th Oakland Commission meeting. Windermere Town Council heard the second and final reading of a new parking violations ordinance during its December 14th meeting. Windermere Mayor Jim O'Brien said residents were parking illegally after the parks were closed or were parking their vehicles with boat trailers throughout the town while they used the lakes. The new ordinance lists the schedule of civil penalties at $30 with a standard $250 penalty for parking in handicapped accessible spots without a permit. And in a separate motion initiated by town manager Robert Smith, the count extended the parking moratorium for 45 days, to allow for the development of signage and locations. During the same meeting, Windermere Police Chief Dave Ogden issued a special community policing award to Officer Mark Wilson. Wilson has been part of several different programs, including the CARE program, where officers check on residents that may require additional care at least once a week. Chief Ogden said Wilson goes above and beyond his required duties. Quote, Your actions exemplify the community policing model and have earned you this prestigious award, end quote. And so we congratulate Officer Wilson. I personally always look for a chance to thank our officers throughout West Orange. They do incredible work serving the people. So here we do news and comment, and I thank you for listening but it's not enough. You should also go online to subscribe to your hyper local news at orangeobserver.com and, and get the paper too. The paper, you put it in your hands, it's around the, the big red bins around town. And you don't want to miss this week's edition. For example, in this week's paper, there is a great Christmas section called The Reason for the Season. And here we have students from the Foundation Academy and First Academy, who submitted their thoughts on what the reason for the season is. Elementary and high school students submitted. And I really want you to take a look. I encourage you to do that because, well, let me tell you, in a weary world, these stories, these children, give me hope. Some incredible young people here in West Orange. So please take a look at that paper this week. You will also see a section where we have some of the best West Orange Christmas lights on display. So you have all these wonderful Christmas displays around town. And you might be wondering where the best ones are. Well, we selected a few of them. And we put the addresses in there so you could give a a drive-by viewing with your family. And on that note, I will be taking off next week to be with my family. I'm going to stay all week home with them, not go anywhere really, and just be with my family. So this will be the final podcast of the year, but the paper, as always, will be available still. So this coming week, you still get the paper. It's going to be the year in photos. So a fun edition that you'll want to check out. Okay, so stick with me as I deliver my special Christmas message to you at the end of the podcast. But now the next story. At 16 years old, Yasmin was about to give up. Ten years in the foster care system, multiple homes, little morsels of happiness every now and then. But this Christmas, things will be different for young Yasmin. For four years, Winter Garden residents Ben and Michelle Snyder have opened their home to vulnerable children as foster parents. In that time, they've helped more than 20 children. Michelle Snyder is quoted here, faith is at the very heart of everything we do. Our time on this earth is so short, and I feel like our biggest call on this earth is to love other people, end quote. And in November 2020, They felt they wanted to take another step, adoption. Three months later, the couple found Yasmin's profile on the Miami Heart Gallery. And by May, Ben and Michelle had begun to speak with Yasmin over Zoom. They eventually introduced their two biological children to Yasmin, Benjamin and Annabelle, 12 and 9 years old. The whole family ended up spending a day with Yasmin, riding go-karts, visiting and conquering an escape room and learning about one another. Michelle Snyder stated, quote, The first time we met, I was scared, emotional, and nervous. I didn't know if she was going to like us or want anything to do with us. Well, young Yasmin didn't know what to expect either. She says, quote, I knew I wanted to move forward, but I didn't know what they were going to think of me or if they wanted to give me a chance. I was so nervous, and I really wanted Benjamin and Annabelle to like me. End quote. Yasmin lived in various parts of Miami throughout her childhood. By six years old, she entered the foster care system, where she remained for five years. Yasmin said she had good experiences, but also dealt with abuse, including being teased with food and living in unfit conditions with bed bugs or rodents that would chew holes in her clothes. Now she has lived with the Snyders since July of this year, and her story changed forever. On Sunday, November 19th, which is the day she was officially adopted by the Snyder family on National Adoption Day. Now in Winter Garden, Yasmin is thriving, a student at Foundation Academy, a member of the school's dance and cheer teams. She is close with several foster families in the neighborhood, and she says she finally feels like she can open up about herself and not feel embarrassed. Yasmin is involved in the Mosaic Church and volunteers frequently. She also joined the youth group there. She says, quote, I want to be able to share my story and to help other kids who are going through similar situations. I found my forever family, and others can too. The full story is in this week's paper by Amy Quessenberry, and it's heartwarming, and there's lots of great quotes from this beautiful family and some pictures that you can see as well. So let's go on to our sports high five for the week. Number one, many West Orange County football players participated in the Cure Classic All-Star Game Thursday, December 16th in Winter Park. The game raised funds for cancer research. Number two, Windermere and West Orange basketball faced off on the first day of Orange County Public Schools winter break with the Wolverines laying a smackdown on the Warriors, 70-30. Windermere's record improved to seven and one, And on the girls' side, Central Florida Christian Academy made it nine consecutive wins to open the season by knocking off Windermere Prep and Freedom, 56-35 and 54-26. Number three, Olympia had four athletes officially sign their letters of intent last week during an early signing period, compromising of signings to the University of Nebraska, Bucknell University, Flagler College, and Florida Gulf Coast University. Congratulations. Number four. Foundation Academy's girls' soccer team gave Oak Ridge an 8-0 whooping December 16th. Foundation improves their record to 5-3 going into the winter break. Their next match will be against Wakaiva on January 4th. Number five, Ocoee football players Jordan Phillips and Charles Pierre Jr. both announced their commitments this past week with both of them set to play Division I football at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville and at South Dakota, respectively. Congratulations to these young men, and that is our sports high five for the week. Let's go ahead and talk about our sponsor for this program. It is Foundation Academy. Now, you've heard them mentioned in this week's podcast many times. They were in some of these sports high five, and they were also in the adoption story. The Snyder family chose Foundation Academy for a reason, and that reason is because they have been trusted in our community since 1958. It's a faith-based Christian school, and their slogan says it all, Foundation Academy, where character matters. Over 2,000 years ago, a child was born. Now This child was not any usual child. People from all around the world would soon learn his name. Indeed, at the time of his birth, Some already were seeking him out. Now, this child's birth was very unpleasant, especially for his mother. You see, the government at the time was requiring heads of households to return to their home of origin. For the child's mother and her husband, this was a city very far from where they were living. Riding on a donkey while she was nine months pregnant, this child's mother gave birth in a very compromised situation. During a time when a child and a mother had a great risk of dying during labor, the scenario was bleak. But this child was not any usual child. Both mother and child survived. Now there were some wise men that knew about the child's coming to existence. They saw it in the stars. So they traveled to the king of the area. Once the wise men told him of the coming of this baby, the king promised to help them find him and celebrate him. But he did not. Instead, this Roman client king, seeing the child as a threat, initiated what is known as the massacre of the innocents, killing all male children under two years of age. But this child was not any usual child. He survived. And he grew up in a traditional Jewish home following the customs, growing up with scriptures, talking to elders at the temple, even one time scaring his parents half to death. When he was at the temple for three days while they frantically searched for him, once discovered the 12-year-old child was surprised with their distress, questioning them on why they would not immediately assume that he was at the temple. He grew up to be a great teacher But what he was teaching was something new. In his teachings, he taught to love God with all your heart, but that it mostly counted if you did it in private. More difficult, he taught not only to love your neighbor, but to love your enemy. To love your enemy as you love yourself. Come to think of it, the way we love ourselves is complex he taught that his father's house has a place for us, that if it was not so, he wouldn't be going to prepare it. He taught that those who are without sin should be the first to cast the stone of condemnation. And that since we are all with sin, we must pray to God for forgiveness and that for it to be granted, we must first forgive others. In his teachings, he said that he will not know us if we are not good to one another, that any slight we make to each other is a slight against him. His time teaching was brief. He was murdered on a cross, but more of that for another day. This child that was born over 2,000 years ago, is the Christ child, Jesus, Emmanuel, which is to say, God with us. He walked among us to teach us. He died as a remission of our sins. After death, He rose because he is the son of God. And he is the reason that we say Merry Christmas. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next year, have a blessed Christmas and a happy new year.